The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome. You've entered the realm of 1111 Talk Radio. Your host is Simran Singh. It's time to discover your own language with the universe. Learn to empower yourself, broaden your mind, open your heart, and discover who you are. Now, here's your host, Simran Singh. Welcome. We are in the midst of fall, and it is time for a harvest. And also, as we come into a harvest, Sometimes we find we have a bountiful amount of information that comes at us from all directions. One of those places I find myself in sometimes is on my computer, where there's so much information that some of it just needs to be cleaned out. Oftentimes, I wish I could just reset that computer, completely wipe everything away, and start brand new again. Well, if you think about it, our minds, our bodies, our brains are computers. And the way that we work in life is we use the information that we have set in our computer that is part of the way we process to filter through our experiences of life. But what if we could actually go through a mindset reset? What if we actually had a way to completely reset the way we look at the world, the way we have our thoughts, how we then respond to the things that are going on around us? My guest today is Prudence Stinsman. And she is a sought-after therapist in the world of neurorehabilitation and a master facilitator of personal development seminars. She has a passion for training people to invoke new thinking patterns. Prudence shows us ways to apply foundational and effective brain training techniques that result in an evolutionary shift in the way we relate to ourselves and the world around us. She has written the book, Mindset Reset, A Passage to Choice. And this step-by-step guide shows you how to easily implement new ways to enhance your thinking. The result, an accelerated and expanded approach to living and relating to the world around you. You can powerfully manage your thoughts to give way to new opportunities and possibilities beyond the active imagination. Ideas and solutions then become revealed. You gain access to positive control in the way you think and the results you experience. And then you're able to show up more fully in your relationship with yourself and deeper development and more meaningful connection with others. I think it's time for a mindset reset as we move to the end of one year and the beginning of a new one. Why not move into a new passage to choice? I'd like to welcome Prudence Stensman to 1111 Talk Radio. Welcome, Prudence. Hello, hello. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. It's good to have you here. I think it's often... A good thing to really look at how we're viewing life, what filters we are seeing things from, and the thoughts that we are thinking through as we make our choices. And so it only makes sense that from time to time we have to really go back and almost delete the files that are in place or expunge the information that is 
kind of filling up the system and completely do a mindset reset? Well, we have to gain perspective. We have to take a step back, especially when, you know, I think we do it most easily when we're bumping up against a challenge or we're bumping up against something that is, is you know, no longer to our liking. We do it kind of automatically that we force ourselves to change a perspective. But the truth is, is that we can actively engage and, and take a look at our mindset and take a look at from a different vantage point at any point in our life. And, and we can use that as a tool to then create the world that we want as we're wanting to step forward and not just use it when we are faced against a challenge, but learn to use it all of the time and it changes and it melds the way that we begin to think then. You know, you're so right. I think oftentimes when individuals do hit up against a crisis or a challenge or something that just kind of comes from a direction they're not even looking it's only then that they start to question their reality and start to question, you know, why is this happening? And we really have to look at ourselves in those moments, you know, the the thoughts, the emotions, the feelings that we're coming from in order to understand why we created what we created. And so in your in your way of working on yourself and in, in guiding other people, do you begin with the thoughts? Is that the first place that you feel like people need to start? Um, it is. It's, it's a big part of it. And, and you know, I know that there's a lot of people out there that will talk a lot about the influence of our heart and our intuition, and all of that's so powerful and important. And we also have to take a look at our thought, because our thought drives things. You know, our thought is, is, is this all the time. And so we could be doing all these wonderful things, but if in our head we're sitting there lambasting ourselves and saying, oh, I'm not good enough for this, or, yeah, I did that nice thing, but it didn't really, I could have done better, I could have done more, I could have this, I could have that. We, we, we're we fighting an uphill battle a little bit if we don't take a minute to stop and say, wait a second, let me look at my thought, let me see how that's restricting myself so that I can be open. You know, to say that we're one or the other is not the case. We are we are fully human. We have mind, we have thought, we have heart, we have intuition, and um, and it's important to take a look at how our thought is driving the machine. Or as I like to say, you know, you are the conductor of your own train of thought. So how are you steering that train? How are you, what tracks are you choosing to run in your mind? And it's important then to take a look at that and so that the rest of it becomes easier because then we're, then we're working for the betterment of ourselves and we're working, we're on our own team, so to speak. Well, and, and oftentimes when we're looking at the thoughts in those particular situations or just generally in life, I think people can can get to a place where they say, you know, I'm a pretty positive person. I I do things well, and I don't really live in a negative mindset. I don't surround myself by by negative people. But what you're talking about goes a little deeper because I know that you have broken up your book into sections, and you dive into things that people encounter in their life on a daily basis, everything from self-care to their finances to their relationships. And so nearly by being human, we each have thought patterns that are kind of running our lives. And although everyone can be positive, we also have to be quite realistic in how we look at ourselves if we want to be self-aware in terms of what we're really thinking or at least holding unconscious until we bring it to conscious awareness. How do you transition people into um, 
understanding that positivity is a very good thing and it's where they are, but that there are other influences in the mind that do require that reset. Well, you know, it's, um, positivity is great and, you know, optimism is great and, and in many ways it's what we talk about, we strive for. Um, and the truth is, is something happens, you stub your toe and the first thing is, you know, it might pop in your head, I'm stupid, I'm this, I'm that, I'm whatever. You know, we have these natural thoughts that so subconsciously come forward and pop in our minds. And, and, you know, part of how I structured the book, um, you know, is that, by breaking it into sections, I wanted to give, and you'll see in the in the book, particular ideas, because there's things that we say to ourselves that we don't even realize that we're saying to ourselves anymore, that we've said it so much, or it's so ingrained, or it's such a, a catchphrase that that it's become so subconscious or unconscious, and um, that I wanted to give you a way to at least begin to explore and look at those deeper pieces, because when we get into even those pieces that are even more unconscious or subconscious, then we really even shift even greater um, it, those those mindsets. And so when we're talking about even moving to something positive, think about it as, um, you know, I... If I'm going to sit and daydream in my mind, if I'm going to sit and and have have my thoughts going 24/7, I might as well I might as well be winning in my own thoughts. I might as well produce thoughts in my mind that are of my advantage to me, that are of advantage to me, and that help me to to progress and take on that next step of life. So when I'm faced with a challenge and, and and the more I can get into a positive place and the more that I can stay in those thoughts that are rewarding to me, then the energy around me changes, the people around me change, the things that show up change so that when I am faced with a challenge, when I am faced with, with an old deeply held belief that maybe is just surfacing because now I'm ready to deal with it, I don't have to go through the same crisis every time to then look at what the lesson is, learn from it, and integrate it and take it to that next level. Now, I know as a therapist in the world of neurorehabilitation, you you really look at the brain and, and how that functions and how that changes. So as we go through the process of resetting the mindset, what happens inside of the brain that also shifts? Or how do we support ourselves in expanding uh, the cellular structure and makeup of our brain to moving into new perspectives? You know, it's, it's, a, it's a really great question um, because the truth is, is that when we're doing these, you know, it's not just about the thought, well, that sounds really great and, and whatever. The truth is, is that we are structurally changing the, the makeup and the chemistry in the brain. You know, we have these neural pathways, basically this communication, the communication links that go from, you know, our, mus- our brain to our muscles, our brains to our, our, our joints and our bones, our brains to our cells and our, and our organs. And, and this communication is happening and it's also going to our mind and it's going to our expansion. So as I'm beginning to lay down new tracks in my brain, as I'm beginning, instead of saying the old, um, you know, maybe somebody's stuck with a mindset of, oh, I can't make enough money, I never make enough money, I can't find the right job, I can't, whatever that story is, if I can then begin to shift and go, wait, the right and perfect job is coming, or or I, I am a money magnet, or whatever it is that that wording that person needs to hear for themselves, as they're beginning to create it, as I'm beginning to lay that new pathway, first what happens is the old pathway starts to 
it doesn't take on so much energy. I'm not running, I'm not running that same, that same, um, track as, so to speak. And as I'm building and reinforcing a new track, what happens then is that becomes the go-to thing. That becomes the go-to phrase. You know, we talk about habits and we talk about building, um, you know, you have to have so many days in or so much experience in in order to rebuild a habit. But we literally are laying new pathways in the brain. And when we're doing that, things also happen, like we're releasing different endorphins, we're releasing different serotonin, you know, if, um, which when we're moving our body, we're releasing different chemicals. And we literally then are changing the makeup of our mind. We, there is a literal physical change happening in our brain when we say, I want to make a difference, I want to make a change, and this is how I'm going to start driving the ship. And when we go from that conscious thought of, I want to make a change, to actually the place of dreaming and imagination, that's yet another leap. So can you tell about the distinction and difference between just the conscious thought of of changing how we're doing things and changing, uh, imprinting ourselves with affirmations to the place of really imagining a new reality into our life. You know, it, 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 we begin somewhere, right? We begin somewhere. And if we have the ability to consciously know, oh, this thought is holding me back, then it gives us a place to hold on to. But the truth is, is then once we, once we might have a new thought or we might have a new vision for our lives, you know, that, that you see yourself, you know, if we keep using the idea of, you know, somebody struggling with money or with finding the right job and then they are able to hold this vision and reinforce what that looks like for them, then the more that we're able to get information in, taking action, moving in the world, daydreaming, journaling, picturing it, all of those things continue to reinforce that that process of relaying down the pathway and the foundation. If you do something once, it's not going to reinforce very much. You learn to play a piano, you take one lesson, you might remember that one lesson, but you're not going to be able to do much else. But if you if you want to be a pianist and you take it on and you study it and you practice it and you and you research about it and you hear it from other sides and you and you daydream about it and you see yourself on stage and you pitch all of that reinforces the system. All of that reinforces it. So as as we have the conscious that's happening, we also it requires us stepping out and really embodying that. What actions can I begin to take that will lead me to my dream, that will lead me to reinforcing this this thought and this and this um, conscious thought. And how do I want to feel? People don't realize the importance of understanding the feeling that's connecting with it as well because then we viscerally our energy is matching that that thought process. And so they, they interweave and they complement and they continue to um, reinforce the stronghold as, as we work through both processes, through the whole process together. When you bring the feeling aspect into it and we think about how depression has become more rampant across especially Western society or how so many people feel stuck in one or more aspects of their life, is it, is it as simple as beginning to reset the mind step, or are there any precursors that have to happen before this work starts to really take place and take shape? You know, I, I think it's it's like, um, you know, often we hear in the world of addiction or we hear in the world of, 
um, well, most often an addiction, you know, until the addict is ready to make a change, nothing's going to change. It's really the same thing. You know, until anyone is ready to start taking a look, then, then everyone can, everyone can send them positive reinforcements. They can say, I'm going to pray for you. They can say all these things. But until the person is ready to say, you know what? I want to, I want to, maybe there's something else. Maybe there's something different. That's when really the the influence, that's when really the biggest change happens. You know, it's an inside job. We all have to decide for ourselves when is the time to step into that. And I, I trust, you know, part of part of what I teach and part of what I really believe is that things show up when it's time, that whatever situation or whatever trigger that's caused me to then start asking the questions is showing up because I'm now in a place in my life where I can take a deeper look at that. I don't think things happen out of sequence. I think they happen in a pattern that most fits who we are and our experience and what we're ready to take on. So we can support, you know, not to say don't support someone who's maybe in a struggle or a challenge um, and let them know, Hey, I'm here. I'm present. I'm available to you. Um, Ultimately, though, it takes someone within themselves to say, there's got to be something different, and now I'm ready to take a look. Making the shift, where is it that you're to begin? There are many places to begin this introspective work of looking at what is in your current mindset. Is it working for you? If not, what would you choose it to be? If it is working, then how is it reinforced, and what does it bring to your life? And how can you, on a daily basis, choose to live from this mindset perspective? What Mindset Reset offers you is a guide to begin to know yourself better. When we reveal to ourselves more of what our thoughts are telling us, we can begin to pick and choose what is or isn't working any longer in our lives and reset these thoughts into new working paradigms. From here, our self-awareness, self-confidence, and self-growth can flourish. This is from the book Mindset Reset by Prudence Ginsman, and it's divided into main categories and subcategories of various life topics. While in order is suggested by its layout, you're free to jump through every, any section that's calling to your attention. And by drawing your attention to something, the mindset must be ready for change. As Prudence says, enjoy the journey because you are worth the discovery. You can find out more about Prudence Ginsman at MindsetReset.com. We'll be right back with more on Mindset Reset, A Passage to Choice. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444... People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today, www.1111mag.com. 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly print publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. As you engage with experts and topics of consciousness, become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, discovering the heart, and stepping into conscious living. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. Do you want more out of life? Tired of settling in relationships, your career, health, or finances? 
want to experience greater aliveness. I am Simran. I support people in listening to their conversations with the universe, the guiding signs, symbols, and synchronicity. I mentor people to anchor in trust, love, and confidence to live their heart's desires. Let me guide you in embracing the challenges and the obstacles so you embody and integrate the gifts they bring. No more human doing. You are here for being, bounteously and abundantly. Experience your soul's natural rhythm, your powerful essence. Don't shrink back any longer. Release the struggle. Learn how to let go. Create in different dimensions. Transform separateness, grief, anxiety, anger, and chaos into living your destiny. Connect with me at IamSimran.com. Live more freely, spontaneously, and joyfully. Don't conform. Live a life of courage. Let's start now. Through my online courses, mentoring programs, or one-on-one coaching, it's time to change your world. Connect at IamSimran.com. Are you an artist, healer, teacher, author, speaker, or coach? A wellness or holistic practitioner or energy worker? Maybe you want to be. Do you desire to serve the world, share your gifts, live your dreams? I am Simran, host of 1111 Talk Radio, and I invite you to the vision of oneness. Could you use a community of support, more financial flow with less effort? Would you like to receive so you have more to give? Be a world changer, world server, do-gooder. Be a new paradigm thinker and a conscious change agent a part of a growing community creating collective streams of prosperity and wellness. By simply serving yourself, you serve others. Feel great, have more energy, sleep better, gently detox, lose unhealthy weight, and build strength. It's time for more freedom and financial flow. The vision of oneness embodies unconditional giving, commitment, simplicity, and receiving. We are a collective new way of being in commerce and creative cash flow. Learn more at thevisionofoneness.com. Register now and a member will help you begin today. Visionofoneness.com. You are listening to 1111 Talk Radio. If you'd like to join today's discussion, please call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5795. Again, 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to info at believesc.com. Now back to 1111 Talk Radio with Simran Singh. I invite you to explore my own free 30 days to awakening at IamSimran.com. There are a lot of free resources there, and you can find all of the archived issues of 1111 Talk Radio, in addition to 1111 Magazine. Access whatever resonates and take the free gifts that are offered there for your own growth and development. That's IamSimran.com. My guest today is Prudence Ginsman, and she is a wonderful expert on the mindset and how to reset that mindset. She has written a book entitled Mindset Reset, A Passage to Choice, that goes into the very topics that we each encounter in our daily lives and how to reframe our minds into a place that we grow our thoughts, our beliefs, and our realities into a new paradigm. Welcome back, Prudence. We were talking a little bit about how it requires choice and We have to be at that point where we're ready to really make the change for change to happen. And I think it's really powerful 
that you began your book with the self-care mindset because so often that is the place that has to be anchored into for us to even start to look at so many other areas in our life to make change. Let's talk a little bit about self-care mindset and how to kind of begin a process towards uh, the reset of the mind so people can kind of understand how this process works throughout the course of your book. Absolutely. You know, it's um, as as you were mentioning before the break. You know, I, I say that the book is is kind of laid out in a sequence. And the truth is, is you can, you know, I've had people say they open up the book and in the, it might, they might open it in the middle, and it comes up right in an area of life that for them, right then and there, is the area that's most drawing their attention. And and so that's fantastic. And I purposely laid it out beginning with self-care because the truth is, is if I understand who I am, if I understand what I'm looking for, if I have an understanding of what my beliefs are in various areas of life, then later in the book it starts to step into relationships and family. And so if I understand what I'm believing and thinking, then when I show up in relationships, I can come in um, a bit more complete and a bit more clear, and then I can really step into and have a deeper connection with people because I can come from this really honest place. Now, the challenge with self-care is I think in many ways we're taught that self-care is selfish and that we're meant to sacrifice. And I know that was a big message that I that I received was, you know, I'm supposed to sacrifice, 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 sacrifice for my family, for others. That was the noble thing to do. And the truth is, is that self-care is not selfish. It's self-necessary. Self-care is not selfish. It's self-necessary. And I think people mistake pridefulness or boastfulness or, um, you know, if you're going to an extreme of self-care that you're neglecting your children, your home, the things that are important, if there's a neglect involved, then that's not self-care. That's where selfish comes in. But self-care is so important to begin to understand and to begin to take care of and love myself so that then I can go out and, and be stronger and, and support and love others in the way that I'm truly called to be. Well, I think I think from the standpoint of women and we typically will always say, I'll take care of myself later, or you'll find right. many women that feel guilty about taking care of themselves, or individuals, whether it's men or women, that, that keep working through their lives and, and doing things with this thought that I'll do it when I retire, or I'll take care exactly. of myself when there's more time. And that is a a real betrayal to the self and and really once we betray ourselves in one area of our life we are are in a sense also laying the imprint to betray ourselves in other areas of our life so when we exactly. do something like that in the area of self care and we come up with these beliefs these mindset messages that we give ourselves that are not as honoring and loving to ourselves then that set of neural pathways that gets laid down as tracks in the brain, does that spread across to other areas of our life, like our finances or our relationships or our medical matters or other areas that Absolutely. will then later impact us? And and how how does that show up when it late when it spreads out to other areas of our life? Well, I mean, you really described it. It's it's as if I'm limiting myself within myself then how am I limiting myself in my finance? How am I limiting myself as a parent? How am I limiting myself as in a job or in my business? How am I limiting myself? And and I want to clarify something. When I say self-care, and when we talk about self-care in the book, self-care is, is, 
is I'm not talking about the exercise part. There's there's a part in there for physical fitness, and there's a part in there for, for health and nutrition. I'm talking about the little things that we do for, for ourselves throughout the day. You know, for me, when I really stepped in and saw that self-care was something I was neglecting, it was, I started, I started with, actually, I started with using different face cream in the shower. Instead of washing my face with a bar of soap, I washed it with something that was quality, that was good, that was going to be something kind and gentle for my skin. I, I started with I started with then putting lotion on my body. I started with doing just those little things that we take so for granted that influence our minds day to day. If we feel good about ourselves, if I feel good, if I, if I reach up and I touch my face and I'm like, wow, my face feels really great, or I sit at my desk and I really created the environment on my desk to be a reflection of things that that would personally give me support during the day. I have a little pile of rocks that maybe had some special meaning on my desk. To other people, they didn't know what that is. But for me, that was something that was, and I see it, it's a visual reminder that, hey, things are good, or this is a meditation spot, or this is it's self-care at that level when we begin to talk about self-care. And so if I can be at that level and understanding that the little things I do for myself, not skipping a meal and knowing that I've got, I, I take the time to buy my little snacks that I have in my desk so that I have those things. That's taking care of myself. And so if I'm doing that in that level, when it comes to money, how am I then taking care of myself when it comes to money? You read many books on money, many books on finance, and the majority of them will always say, pay yourself first, which means put a little money away, put a little money in savings, and then you take care of these other things. Even if I'm putting just a small amount, I'm putting a dollar in, I'm putting a dollar in a jar, I'm putting $10 in the jar, that is that is in support of myself, and that is in support of me being able then to go out and express and do the things that I want to do because I'm starting with myself. And if I have that, then I can build things out. I can do philanthropic things. I can give to my children. I can support. But if, if I'm penniless, how am I able to go and help someone if if my spirit within me is spiritless because I've exhausted myself, then I'm not good to anybody else. So I have to, and it has to begin with those little self-care moments each day so that then as I feel better, as I feel that, that um, support and taking care of myself, I can go out and express that in a very different way in the world. That's why self. That's why it starts with self care. That's why that's such an important foundational piece. Well, and I think you raise another important point as well, because oftentimes people are looking for the big leap, and instead of understanding that it truly is the small steps that get us uh, to the far distance, it's not necessarily the big leap. Then, as we do those small steps, what part does gratitude? or looking back at the steps we've taken play in the process of mindset reset? You know, it all overlaps. It, it's, there's not one piece that, um, that drives the whole ship. So when we're able to take a look back, and uh, sometimes I call it the domino effect, but when I'm able to take a look back and see, wow, when I made this decision, it led to this, it led to this, it led to this, what that continues to do is then reinforce from that I'm on the right path. And sometimes, Sometimes that we're getting that clarity. So when I say I know I'm in a place personally right now in my life where I look back over the last ten years of my life and I've and I've recently had these moments of saying, Oh my gosh, I, I just had this big 
clarity, clarity moment, seeing how so many decisions I've made have led me exactly to where I've been creating and visioning for my life right here, right now. So we have sometimes these big sweeping motions. Sometimes, though, looking back is about seeing that, wait, there's a pattern there in my life that I've been repeating. And now as I'm looking at my mindset reset, as I'm looking at this mindset of something that's been repeating, 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 I finally realize that, hello, somebody's knocking and saying, it's time to take a look at this because this pattern is not to your advantage, and now let's move forward and let's, let's see what we can learn from the pattern. And if I'm taking that pattern out of my life, what am I replacing it with? And that's the mindset reset process. So if I'm taking this repetitive pattern, repetitive thought process out of my life, what do I want to replace it with? And that's where I get to engage the process. That's where I get to say, instead of saying over and over to myself, oh, I'm never, let's say, oh, I'm never going to get married. I'm never going to meet the right person. I'm never this. I'm never that. I'm not good enough. I'm whatever. What can I replace that with? And replacing that with, with a thought pattern of, you know, the right, the right, I know the right and perfect time. I know the, the right and perfect relationship. I know the right and whatever. What's important is the words come from the individual. So I'm just giving an example, but whatever resonates for you as the individual to replace that negative or that, that thought pattern that's not working for you, what is it that you would replace it with? And then how do I take the steps to begin to reinforce that? So taking that steps might be talking to a, a, a friend and saying, hey, you know, I would like to start dating. Help me figure out, you know, will you support me in this as, as I kind of figure out how to begin that journey again? It might be joining a dating site or going on a date. It might be, but things that continue to reinforce me in that, in that mindset that I'm wanting to replace, um, that was holding the spot before. And then really allowing ourselves to feel into that to make the change. You know, it, Looking back helps us to move forward. Staying back, being stuck in the back, keeps us from moving forward. So there's a fluid motion that happens, and we can't stay stuck in our past just as long as we can't stay so far extreme in our future that we're missing where we are right here and right now. In that quest that so many people have to be who they really are, when you're talking about those patterns that they're becoming aware of, and and in your book you have questions that you ask about becoming aware of the current mindset so that you can even see whether it's working and how it's being reinforced and how it needs to change. What we're really doing is letting go of the mindsets and the beliefs and the thoughts that we have kind of bought into by other people. Because when we are creating a new mindset, what you're, what you're really doing then is discovering who you really are, what you really want, how you really want to express in the world. And so that mindset reset, it is kind of like clearing the decks and allowing a new being to now come into being and transform an experience that has been the experience perhaps of other people before. How can, can people uh, allow themselves to move into these new mindsets and be discerning enough to not slip back into old patterns or old mindsets? How can they be as cognizant uh, to those things as they make the transitions? 
You know, it's a great question, and it's it's actually part of why the book, why I put the book together. You know, I would have people come to me that I was working with clients and stuff who would say, "Oh, I attended this really great retreat. I read this great book. I um, uh, saw a really powerful movie, and now I don't know what to do. How do I make this a part of my day to day?" And and the truth is, is we have to, you know, we're, we're adopting something new. We're changing and resetting the mindset and wanting to take it into the world. Um, it takes it being an active part of our process. You know, I can think, great, I'm going to go exercise, and if I don't actively go out and exercise, I'm not going to get very far, right? The same thing happens with our mindset. So so I wanted to create this book as a way to not only give you a chance to, to look at a different area in your life and say, what is this mindset that's holding me back, and what is it that I want to move into, but also to create, and in there there's a place for you to create action. So what is this action that's going to reinforce this new mindset? And I really challenge you to come up with at least three actions to reinforce it. And what I try to do in the book and throughout is to give you examples so that you have an idea of what these look like. Um, you know, obviously, if I get to work one-on-one with you, it, it, we get to take it a, a lot deeper. But the truth is if I can begin to lay out and give my place, give myself an idea of, of actions I can take, these three actions that I can move out in the world with, um, and then I know what those feel like because when we're in that and when we're doing the process and I get the actions, typically then we feel excited. We feel um, we can begin to see possibilities and opportunities. There's an energy that goes with it. And that's important because then that reinforces continuing to do the action. And then when you're doing the action, often I'll even tell people that maybe one of your action steps, maybe one of the things is to call upon someone else to whether it's and someone that you trust, someone that you know will support your dreams and that you trust, and saying, hey, can you can you either be an example of this for me and, and, or a mentor and show me how this is? Can you be a coach for me or a counselor as I go through this process? Um, or can you be an accountability partner? And so remember that you don't have to go through this by yourself. And I judge that the more we have somebody else that's there, one or two people, someone else that are there in that support of it, then we continue to stay on the trajectory and stay on the path, even when we bump against resistance. And that's when we, that's when having that external support is even more important because then we're not in this by ourselves, you know, and as we're doing it, we're living an example and it's going to show other people how to go out and do it as well. And so we become an example. We first become the student, then we become the teacher, right? Marianne Williamson says, you must first learn a new way to think before you can master a new way to be. Self-care is one of the most difficult areas of life for us to allow ourselves to emphasize. Once we are taught to do for others first, it's better to give than receive, sacrifice our families, etc. These are the things that we buy into. Yet if we deplete ourselves, feed everyone else first, we starve and there's no one, we're not available to help anyone else. I'm sure you've heard the adage, put on your oxygen mask before helping others put on theirs. If you can't breathe and pass out, the loved ones' lives will also be in danger. So what does self-care mean to you? And is it selfish to take care of yourself? I invite you to discover more about Prudence Ginsman at MindsetReset.com and also her book, Mindset Reset, A Passage to Choice. The fact is you have the power to actively engage your thoughts and dynamically create new pathways in the brain. When you begin to engage the mind and brain directly, you have the ability to impact lasting physiological changes in the body, leading to a healthier, more fulfilling way to be. We'll be right back with Prudence Ginsman. 
Do you want more out of life? Tired of settling in relationships, your career, health, or finances? Want to experience greater aliveness? I am Simran. I support people in listening to their conversations with the universe, the guiding signs, symbols, and synchronicity. I mentor people to anchor in trust, love, and confidence to live their heart's desires. Let me guide you in embracing the challenges and the obstacles so you embody and integrate the gifts they bring. No more human doing. You are here for being, bounteously and abundantly. Experience your soul's natural rhythm, your powerful essence. Don't shrink back any longer. Release the struggle. Learn how to let go. Create in different dimensions. Transform separateness, grief, anxiety, anger, and chaos into living your destiny. Connect with me at IamSimran.com. Live more freely, spontaneously, and joyfully. Don't conform. Live a life of courage. Let's start now. Through my online courses, mentoring programs, or one-on-one coaching, it's time to change your world. Connect at IamSimran.com. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today. www.1111mag.com. 1111 Magazine is a bi monthly print publication that offers a rich, multi sensory experience. As you engage with experts and topics of consciousness, become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, discovering the heart, and stepping into conscious living. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. Are you an artist, healer, teacher, author, speaker, or coach? A wellness or holistic practitioner or energy worker? Maybe you want to be. Do you desire to serve the world, share your gifts, live your dreams? I am Simran, host of 1111 Talk Radio, and I invite you to the vision of oneness. Could you use a community of support, more financial flow with less effort? Would you like to receive so you have more to give? Be a world changer, world server, do-gooder. Be a new paradigm thinker and a conscious change agent. A part of a growing community creating collective streams of prosperity and wellness. By simply serving yourself, you serve others. Feel great, have more energy, sleep better, gently detox, lose unhealthy weight and build strength. It's time for more freedom and financial flow. The vision of oneness embodies unconditional giving, commitment, simplicity, and receiving. We are a collective new way of being in commerce and creative cash flow. Learn more at thevisionofoneness.com. Register now and a member will help you begin today. Visionofoneness.com. are listening to 1111 Talk Radio. If you'd like to join today's discussion, please call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5795. 
Again, 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to info at believesc.com. Now back to 1111 Talk Radio with Simran Singh. Mindset Reset, a passage to choice, is a step-by-step guide to show you how to easily implement new ways to enhance your thinking. The result, an accelerated and expanded approach to living and relating to the world around you. Prudence Ginsman gives you powerful messages in how your thoughts can give way to new opportunities and possibilities beyond the act of imagination. She provides ideas and solutions, and those things that once appeared to be blocked are no longer seen as limitations. The fact is you have the power to actively engage your thoughts and dynamically create new pathways in the brain. You can find out more about Prudence Ginsman and all of her work at MindsetReset.com. So, Prudence, oftentimes I will tell or ask a guest a certain question, and it always relates to the fact that we are each here teaching what we needed to learn. So I'm sure that the wisdom from this book came through because of your own experience and knowing the steps that you had to take yourself in order to be able to share this with other people. So I'd love for you to share uh, any particular discipline or main thought that you have really discovered as primary in your own life that really has led you into this amazing place of empowerment, doing things with so many other people, uh, writing this book, leading your own radio show on Voice America Network entitled Mindset Reset, so that people can understand that the journey is part of our own growth path to empowerment. You know, it's it's true. You know, I think we, we teach what we know and what we've learned. And, and to me, that's when we're being authentic in our teaching. You know, if I'm out doing, if I'm sharing something, it's because I myself do it and because I have walked through it. And so if I've, if I've gone through all these trials and tribulations to get to this point, and my my goal is to help people get there in a much faster way because I've done, I've done the work for you. So here's, here's a way now to, to step in and have a process that, that allows you to, to kind of uh, learn from what I've learned from and, and, and move it forward. Just as I've had teachers before, I have teachers who've come before me, and I, I will definitely have teachers that, that um, are still yet to come. But it's, you know, for me, the, the striving, if I had to summarize everything into one word, what's important to me, it's perspective. You know, it's what we started the show about. Because when I can gain perspective, when I can gain perspective on, on where I am, or I can see things from a different vantage point, then that opens up possibilities. And when possibilities are open, then the flow is coming. Then everything is wide open to me, which then leads me to really getting to 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 live my purpose and live my passion, I, um, at a very young age, um, I want to say I was maybe eight or nine years old. I remember seeing the movie um, about Helen Keller, the Miracle Worker, and mm-hmm. um, and I remember very distinctly. You know, I can sit back now and, and look back and, and see what impression it had. But I remember when um, when her teacher Anne Sullivan came to her, and that moment at the scene. I mean, it's an iconic. Uh, iconic visual when when they're at the water well and here's you know Helen Keller that she can't hear she can't see she can't speak and at the moment that that at the water well they were able to connect that what the water was that she was able to connect that there was a word that went with this thing and that had a name and and the the process that the teacher that Anne went through 
in order to reach her. She never gave up. She never saw this child as limited. She saw that there was some way, some form to reach in and to help and to gain possibility. And to me, that left such an impression that there's so much more that we are capable of. There's so much more that we can do if we take the time to allow ourselves to explore different ways, to explore, you know, to try many different perspectives, many different angles, many different approaches to get to that growth, to get in, to get into um, whatever it seems or appears might be a limitation to the rest of the world. And so for me, that's been such a driving force. And first, probably pretty unconsciously, I mean, I was eight or nine years old, it left some impression, but now stepping and doing the things that I do, I can really see how that influenced me in, in such a grand and big way. That's such a powerful example and metaphor, really, because when we look at our lives, there's so much that we are blind to simply because of the filters and the perspectives that we've been given or that we've bought into. And so when you talk about perspective and us taking on new perspectives or willing to see from different perspectives, what we're being given is an opportunity to know the world in a different way and to then respond to that world from a different part of our being. And and that feels like the mindset is then connected to the body, to the spirit, to the heart. And I wonder, you know, is there a way or a place where we literally just become the mind, just become the ego, and that is the place of our chaos and our dysfunction and our separation? And when we are willing to really do that mindset reset and reframe things to who we truly are from the core of our being is when the link-up happens with the mind, body, spirit, and heart, that place that so many people are seeking at this time. You know, the ego has its place, and and that grasping to that has its place, because if we didn't know that, then we wouldn't know the opposite, right? It's the same as if we didn't know know grief, we wouldn't know joy. If we didn't know sadness, we wouldn't know happiness. There's, there's, There's a place in all for all. And we get to ultimately play in whichever playground we select. And the more that I am aware that I have a choice, you know, hence the passage to choice, I have a choice in what I continue to tell myself. I have a choice in where I get to play. I have a choice in who I get to play with. I have a choice in what that looks like. Now, that doesn't mean that I have 100% control and it's going to be perfect. Because perfect is a whole, that's a whole other discussion. But the truth is, is that, if I can be moving forward and I get to choose what I'm, where I am, then I also get to continuously choose to move beyond any self-imposed limitation, to move beyond any restriction. You know, I, um, I was just sharing this morning um, a quote and, um, and that came up for me. I found this actually, I was going back to talk about going back into the past a little bit. I was going through some old journals and I found this and I recognized it was a message for myself from myself, I think. But it's, I am infinitely more capable than what I limit myself to being. I am infinitely mm. more capable of what I limit myself to being. And so I get to choose, do I want to sit in my limitation or do I want to begin to step out and explore some of it's based on faith because I, I, I trust and I judge that that spirit also has things that it's bringing to me that I just can't even begin to see or imagine, 
right? When we go back to Scripture, you know, God can do infinitely more than we can ask or imagine. Well, this is the same within myself. I am infinitely more capable than what I limit myself to being. So I want to play in that field. I want to play, I think Rumi even says, you know, meet me in that field beyond judgment and I, meet me there. That's where I want to play. And so I get to make that choice. And it's been because I've done this work, because I have said, what do I need to do to self-care and to self-love? So that I can get to this point to know that I can be in that field. I can be out there playing in that. And I can show other people how to get there and come along, too, because I want to play with them, too. I want to be in that place with people who, who are looking beyond self-imposed limitations. Well, and I think it's really powerful to share uh, your own life experience and, and how you are living and what you are discovering as the magic in the world uh, by the freedom uh, that you live with in time and in creativity and in really leaping out in the directions that you have leapt out in. So I'd love it, Prudence, if you would share not only what your life looks like today, but also um, more about your own show on Voice America on the Women's Channel that is titled Mindset Reset so that people can can know that they can access your work as well, but also that you're not just talking about these concepts, but that you have fully integrated these concepts into your own life and you are living a really joyful experience on a day-to-day basis. I, I would love to share, you know, um, so yes, my, my show is called Mindset Reset Live with Prudence Ginsman, and you can find me on Voice America Women's Channel, and there are past episodes, and you can also find it on uh, iTunes and also on my website, MindsetReset.com. You know, I, I've, I've always been, I think, on some level of journey, but when I began to even more so recognize that I had a driving piece of influence was when I left my corporate job. You know, I, I sat back and I realized after many years that I'd married my career. And I moved up the corporate ladder. I did everything that I thought I was supposed to. I went to college. I got my degree. I got a job. I kept moving up in the company. I was directing a clinic um, here in, in Los Angeles. Um, and and by the, by the age of 30, I'm directing a national clinic. I have bought and sold two homes, living in Los Angeles, doing these things, doing everything I thought I was supposed to do, you know, the dreaded supposed to. And at the end of the day, I came home to an empty house, and I had a moment of realizing I had married my career. I'd married my career, and I'd forgotten about myself. I was giving, giving, giving to everybody else, and I depleted myself so extensively that at the end of the day, the thing I could say no to was taking care of me. And when that red light came on, when I saw what it was doing in my life, when I had that moment, I then began to say, wait a second, what can I begin to do now that allows me to, to do the things I love to do. I had to ask myself that question. What is it that I've been, what made me think that I had to be so in this career that I put everything else aside? And so I began really when I sat down and created the formula for mindset research because I looked at how did I do it? What did I begin to do? And I began first by questioning everything that I had been thinking. I began then looking at what is it I'd rather be doing then instead of living in that question or that mindset that I was stuck in. And I had to walk away. I loved the company I was working for. I loved the work I was doing. I love, I still even do some contract work for them to this day. And it's, and this has been, you know, many years later. So I've been around them for over 20 years now. And so I still believe in the things that they do, but I recognize that I loved everything I was doing, but I didn't love myself. 
And I had to walk away from everything I loved so that I could learn to have that love within myself. And that really set the pace. That really set the tone of what would I, what am I saying to myself? What do I want to say to myself? How can I make this happen? I don't want to sit down in five years from now and think, oh, I should have started something five years ago. How can I start making it happen? And now how am I feeling? And that's really how I came up with the formula because that's, that's how my mind um, laid out plan to get me to where I am now. And where I am now is I, I have an international radio show on Voice America. I have a book that I wrote. I just got done speaking in Maui. I got invited to speak in the south of France. Um, I just got actually invited to speak um, in Paris coming up next year. Um, I was just in New Orleans, you know, with Voice America. I, um, I wanted to create a life that I could be where I want to be, with who I want to be with, how I want to be there, and that my work is being supported financially in that way. And that's exactly what I've been setting up and creating and doing. And, um, and it's because of those decisions I made and I started several years ago. It is, it is step by step, moment to moment, allowing yourself to become more empowered by making the choices. It is a passage to choice. The title of the book is Mindset Reset, and my guest is Prudence Ginsman. She is a sought-after therapist in the world of neuro-rehabilitation and a master facilitator of personal development seminars. She has a passion for training people to invoke new thinking patterns and shows ways to apply foundational and effective brain training techniques that results in an evolutionary shift in the way we relate to ourselves and the world around us. Her company, Mindset Reset, provides progressive educational learning tools that set into action your power to accelerate change in order to reveal your unique signature and authentic expression of life. You can find out more at MindsetReset.com. Check her radio show out on Voice America, also called Mindset Reset, and check out her book, Mindset Reset, A Passage to Choice. Also, visit my website, IamSimran.com, and access the free 1111 magazine in addition to the archived issues of 1111 Talk Radio. There you will find out more about my books, Conversations with the Universe, Your Journey to Enlightenment, and Your Journey to Love, in addition to all of the other products and offerings that I have. Until next time, I am Simran, in love, of love, with love, and as love. Be well. Thank you for stepping into the doorway of conscious choice with 1111 Top Radio. Please join host Simran Singh again next Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time for another enlightening edition here on the 7th Wave Network. Remember, shift happens. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.